Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit bookshare.org today. The following programming has been made possible in part by the generous support of BITS, Blind Information Technology Specialists. An affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, BITS provides career development for computer professionals. For over 50 years, BITS has been on the forefront of industry, promoting and advocating on information access and technology that improves the quality of life for people who are blind and visually impaired. Learn more about BITS programs and how to become a member by visiting their website at www.bits-acb.org. Hello, this is Dan Spoon, President of the American Council of the Blind. I just want to give a big hip, hip, hooray out there to our tremendous membership that does such a great job. California. Florida. Iowa. Texas. Guide dog users. Students. IT professionals. Government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. Join me, Brian McCallan, on Speaking Out for the Blind. I interview blind newsmakers to inspire the population to go for their dreams. Speaking Out for the Blind airs Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern on ACB Media One. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallan. MotorOne.com reports that the game developer called Turn 10 Studios is launching its new authentic and most technically advanced racing game this year. The game is called Forza Motorsport. Forza Motorsport is going to contain groundbreaking features, specifically for the blind and visually impaired. Here to talk about those features is Brandon Cole. Brandon is a blind gamer and accessibility consultant who partnered with Turn 10 Studios to make the game accessible for the blind. Hello, Brandon. Greetings. Glad to be here. Greetings to you, too. Tell us more about yourself and Turn 10 Studios. Well, uh, both are very different things. Uh, <laughs> uh, myself, I've been a gamer all my life. I've been blind pretty much all my life as well. And uh, I have, um, for a long time now, been working in the video game industry, making video games more accessible to the blind. Uh, before this, I was known for a couple of pretty popular games called The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part Two. Um, and I'm responsible for making those games fully blind accessible as well. And I have some other projects going that uh, I can't talk about, but uh, trust me, uh, you'll, you're, you're going to love them. <laughs> so how did you become blind and how did you decide to become a game developer and how do you do it blind? Well, there's that's a lot of questions. Yes. Uh, but fortunately, I have a lot of answers. Uh, I became <laughs> blind uh, because I was born with a type of cancer called retinoblastoma. Uh, it is literally a cancer of the retinas. It attacks the eyes first and that's 
that's what happened. Um, I could technically see for two months, but I don't remember it. So I guess it doesn't count. Um, so, uh, I've been mostly blind my entire life. And, um, as for how I became a gamer, um, I became a gamer because of a practical joke played on me by my brother. Uh, he handed me a, a unplugged controller one time and told me that I was playing super Mario brothers when it was actually him that was playing the whole time. So <laughs> that was great. Uh, and the six year old version of me was pretty much crushed by this. But at the same time, I made a vow to one day beat one game without his help. And so mm-hmm. after that, I just started messing around with games and learning what I could learn, learning what sound effects meant, learning, you know, the different patterns that you would hear um, and figuring out that you could learn some games to, you know, and have, have some some success with them and i started doing that until i finally did beat a game without his help and i kind of never looked back after that i only said one in my my vow when i was you know a young six-year-old but uh i never looked back i started playing games all the time after that and then uh, that developed into a kind of a always in my head uh i was thinking about games that i couldn't play and how it how, how they could be made playable um that kind of developed as i just tried different games and I started blogging about those things thanks to my fiance, who encouraged me to do so. And that got me invited to GDC in 2014 to talk about myself as a blind gamer, just as a blind gamer perspective, on a panel about mobile game accessibility. And that panel happened to have on it uh, Ian Hamilton, who then co-founded the, the Game Accessibility Conference, and uh, heard me speak at that panel and thought I would be a good speaker for the first ever Game Accessibility Conference in 2017. Uh, so he invited me out to that, and I went to that and met up with the people at Naughty Dog there who then made The Last of Us Part 2, uh, which I was involved in, and the, the rest is history. <laughs> I never stopped after that. I, I, I knew then that that's what I wanted to do for my career. So what's Forza Motorsport? I hear it's going to be the most authentic and technically advanced racing game. Yeah, that's that's very much true. Forza Motorsport is a full stimulation racing game. Um, the, the big difference here, go, coming from the blind perspective, is... We have racing games. There are audio-only racing games that exist for the blind. Um, but those games, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not at, in any way knocking the developers of those games because developers of, of audio games are mostly one, two people. You know, like it's, it's a very small team. But those games, in terms of scope, uh, compared to Forza, are very, very small. Um, when I say Forza f- is a full simulation game, I mean that everything is simulated, including physics. So you have to take into mind in, into account uh, car physics for your individual car and the individual tune you have of that car. You have to take into account uh, weather physics. Yes, there is weather in the game. And if it's raining on track, it'll be harder to drive on track. So, like, all this stuff matters. Um, and, you know, the way cars impact each other or impact walls matters. Like, all, all this stuff is is physics-based and, and it's super-duper complex. But that's why our system for blind drivers had to be complex as well. So what are some of the game's accessible features that are going to allow the blind to play? There are many features. It's, it's a whole suite of features that allow the blind to play. Uh, one of them is, is narration. Uh, we have a very comprehensive narration system. You can customize it to your heart's content. You can turn off certain things if you don't want them to be narrated. You can increase or decrease the pitch of the narrator, uh, the speed, um, all that stuff. You can change the voice that you're using. All that stuff is customizable in the game. So you can have separate settings just for Forza um, in your game. Uh, Also, we have a 
set of audio cues you can use. Uh, again, all of these can be modified and adjusted however you want. You can have uh, turn cues that notify you of upcoming turns, uh, turn gate sounds that notify you when, uh, you know, in the middle of a turn, you can hear the beginning of a turn, the middle of a turn, and the, and the end of a turn. Uh, they, that also comes with uh, turn countdown, so you know when a turn is, is approaching. You also have the uh, deceleration audio cue, which tells you when to brake. You know, when you're coming uh, coming up to a turn, you have to slow down a little bit to uh, to move into that turn. That deceleration cue will tell you when to do that and how much to decelerate. Uh, you have track limit cues that tells you uh, where the edges of the track are. So you have a kind of a an idea in your head of where you are on track in, in, you know, in reference to uh, which side of the track you're on or how close you are to the edge and things like that. Um, you have wrong way cues to tell you if you're going the wrong way. You know, <laughs> just simple things like that. And uh, also the steering guide is probably the main, uh, the main big feature that, that pans the engine of your car uh, so you can know which direction to turn in and how, you know, how significantly when you're, when you're coming out of the turn, when you're basically the idea is to keep your car's audio in the center, kind of like some of the audio only games. We took inspiration from those things um, to, to make the system. So keep your car as, as close to center as you can, and you'll be in the right spot in the racing line. Are they going to also know, about the car, like the car information and their position and orientation on the track. Uh, they again, they will know if they're facing the wrong way if they hear the wrong way cue. Um, more, more like as far yet. as um, like if they're in first place, second place, or third place. Yes, yes, that that you will know. Yeah, that you will know. You can check that at any time. Uh, it appears in the pause menu while you're racing. Um, so you you do have to go to the pause menu to see it while you're racing, but you do also get updates from your your. Um, basically crew um there's there's a character in the game uh who will give you updates on your position and, and certain aspects of the of of the, th- of, uh, the race as you uh complete laps and things like that so certain things we told to you automatically certain things you can go check for yourself and then before and after the race you can see what your starting position was and you can see what your ending position ultimately was as well now do the cars look like your indy 500 cars or your nascar cars it's it's every kind of car you can think of. Uh, this game has over 500 cars. It's going to have over 500 cars at launch. I believe it's like 550 or something like that. Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of cars. Uh, almost any type of car you can imagine is probably in this game. Uh, we definitely do have NASCAR uh, cars in the game. We definitely, you know, we have Formula One cars in this game. It's it's a lot of a lot of different things. Will any famous racers be featured? Uh, you know. I actually don't have any information on that. Um, there is there are some things we still can't talk about just yet. Um, okay. My my discussion is pretty much limited to what's already known out there and the blind accessibility features. So I can't tell you if any any famous racers racers will be featured. Uh, although I will say that it is kind of meant to be your experience. It's not meant to be you taking the role of a racer. It's meant to be you being the racer and building your own career, building your own cars, and that kind of thing. Right. Um, now, one other accessibility feature, one-touch driving. What's that? Yes. That is the ability to control just how much uh, input you want. Uh, depending on how much you want, you can take as much or as little input as you like. So if, for instance, you have a motor impairment and you th- you feel like all you can actually do is steer, if, if all you want to have personal control of is steering, you can basically make that happen. You can turn on a bunch of assists, braking assist, throttle assist, which is new, um, and, uh, you know, you can, you know, several, several different assists, basically. And these and are called the blind driving assists, right? No, these are separate. 
Those these are considered okay. separate. The, the blind driving assists are specifically the audio cue system, some systems for uh, guidance and things like that. These are these assists are in a separate menu. Well, not in a separate menu, but in a separate area of that menu. Um, uh. So you can turn on these assists, and they will do some things for you. So if, if all you feel that you can handle is steering, or if all if, if, if that's if that's your maximum input that you can handle, then that's okay. You can turn on those assists and just worry about steering. It'll take care of the throttling for you. It'll do the braking for you. No worries. Just steer the car. Or you can have it go the other way. If you want to do the throttling, but don't want to do any steering, you can turn on steering assist to its fullest, you know, fullest maximum, and then just hold the throttle. And then there you go. You're, you're, you're racing. Um, it's, it's literally meant to be play how you want. Um, however that is, is perfectly fine. Um, I know we've talked a lot about descriptions, but this game uses dynamic audio description. How does it that does. differ from regular audio description that we all know that's in TV and movies? Well, it's it's kind of in the name. Uh, regular audio descriptions are, by their definition, well, not well, you know, they, you know, the audio description you hear in TV and movies, they're always the same. If you watch the same same episode of the show, you'll get the same audio description, right? Uh, dynamic audio descriptions, though, when every time you go to a track in Forza, you'll be getting a different audio description piece uh, as that track launches, depending on certain factors like the weather, the current weather. So. It actually is truly a dynamic audio description in that you won't hear the same thing every time. Wait, this thing will actually give you the weather? Oh, yeah. It'll it'll give you descriptions that is based on the weather that, that uh, the game is currently showing. Like if there's sun or rain? Even yep. What it'll say things it like, you know, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll say things like, uh, you know, uh, you know, clouds float over the track, you know, as you look up at the sky, you know, something like that. Speaking of weather... Um, are, does this um, game also feature actual locations of like racing, like where racing yes. tracks could be, or that, that actually they are? There actually are real racing tracks in this game. I cannot give you specifics as to what because we haven't okay. announced all the tracks that are currently gotcha. uh, going to be available at launch. But I will say that yes, there are actual locations uh, where real race tracks are in this game. Hmm. Um, have you talked to other blind and visually impaired people and have them try out this game? And what do they think of it? We have done some user testing. Uh, so there are a few blind people out there that have played this game besides me. Uh, <laughs> uh, the general consensus has been that it is it is really cool. People people generally do like the feature set. They think it's a really good set of features, and that's that's you know that's a very positive thing for us. Uh, however, they're very honest about this, and I I fully agree with this. And, and you know, this is one of the things I like to stress to anyone I talk about in talk to an interview about this uh, this this game. There is a learning curve. Um, one of the things that came out of the user research is that they felt that there was not enough onboarding, and there definitely is a learning curve with this game. There's a lot to learn. These are complex systems. This is a totally new experience. If you only played audio only racing games, this is not the same experience that you're that you're used to. So. The learning curve is very high. Uh, I have always been honest about that, and I will continue to be honest about that. But we will do what we can to help you through that. Uh, we are working to increase the in-game uh, assistance with the learning curve to try to give you more information as you head into your first race. Uh, and there might be some out-of-game stuff that's coming too, but I won't I won't go into detail on that just yet. But there there might be some cool stuff that's coming uh, to help players uh, get in, get involved. Now, what gaming consoles and platforms? Is Mo- is Forza Motorsport going to be available on? It's going to be available on Xbox and PC. Okay, have they? T- uh, are, are they going to? Is going to be on available on any other platforms in the future? 
Likely not. Uh, Forza is a is a Microsoft game through and through, uh, so it is only going to be available on Microsoft uh, on the Microsoft platforms. Um, when's the game going to be available? That is a question I can't tell you yet because we don't <laughs> announce. We're not announcing release just yet. Sorry okay. to tell you. Lots of secrets here. Ah, lots of secrets. My, my <laughs> life is secrets. My life is NDAs. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yep. I I under I understand. I understand. Um. So um. Brandon, um, are you and um, Turn 10 Studios going to develop any um, future games together? Any future plans? That's, I mean, that's my hope. I can't, you know, th- nothing is set in stone. I, I can't guarantee that, absolutely. But uh, 100% I would work with them again. Uh, they've been a blast to work with. It's been a lot of fun to uh, to help them develop this, this system. And I, I really hope to work with them again in the future after this. Although the nice thing about this, uh, real quick, is that I actually am staying on the Forza team after launch. Because Forza is a live service game, so I actually get to work directly on the game, even as other blind people get their hands on it, and I, I get to work directly on their feedback that they give us. So it's pretty cool. Let, let's get back to your gaming experience a little bit. Um, so did you go to any special schools or get any special certificates or degrees to become a game developer? I did not. Uh, no, uh, everything everything that uh, that I have is uh, is all in my head. Wow! <laughs> it just came from the brain. Um, I do not have any certificates, but no one seems to care because I've, I've managed to make, uh, now two, uh, well, three, uh, very large AAA games blind accessible. So I think, I think I've earned my spot. Amazing. You you didn't have to go to school for it. I did not. Wow. Well, because I know a lot of people usually to get into that kind of field, usually have to go to school, but wow, you're a pro. It's amazing. Uh, right place, right time. And I think, uh, I think the fact that I tend to think outside the box in terms of solutions to these problems uh, helped me a lot. So, so what what is um what does your old family think of um your job as a game developer? I mean, my fiance is all about it. Uh, my fiance is incredibly supportive of me. Uh, she goes with me on these trips that we take to these studios to talk to them and work with them directly, and uh, she even helps out. Yeah, goes she with goes you with on me. the trips when you meet with the, when you meet about developing the games, and, and she yeah. she even helps out. That's amazing. She does. Yeah. It's, it's, she's, she's very supportive of me and yeah, she'll help me where, where she can, but it's, it's, it's not, that's not to say that, you know, it's, how do I put this? If, if I had to go to one of these places alone, I would be fine, (laughs) but she comes with me as support to make sure I have everything I need. And like I said, she literally helps out with the development by, because she knows, she knows how I think she knows when I'm in my gaming zone that I might not speak up all the time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she, uh, she watches me and pays attention to when I am kind of zoned out, kind of focused on the game, concentrating on that, trying to think about how things, how things should work. And she will, she knows when to pull me out of it and say, okay, okay, you've been playing for a while. What are you thinking? Talk to them about it. You know, things like that. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I just want to say, get ready, folks. Uh, this this is the first fully accessible AAA racing game, and let me tell you, there's more where that came from, as far as I'm concerned. More games are coming with full blind accessibility, and I can't wait to show you them. Oh yeah, <laughs> more games. That's another show. Um, but Brandon, thanks so much for coming on the show today, and we look forward to trying out Forza Motors Motorsport. Yeah, and thanks for having me. 
You're welcome. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website at speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. And my show archive is at speaking-out-for-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices. Some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and Nomex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to put on a helmet. And when a boater capsizes or is thrown from the boat, there's rarely time to reach a stowed life jacket. But today's life jackets are lightweight and comfortable. Fishing or hunting, they don't get in your way. That's why you won't catch a Levani on the water without a life jacket. Don't let us catch you either. Remember, you're in command. Boat safely. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard. For more information on boating safety, visit www.uscgboating.org. Hey, how you doing, everybody? I'm Brian McKnight for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Give your keys to a friend, because friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Change a light, change the world. Can we really change the world by changing a light? All it would take is to swap a traditional light fixture for an energy-efficient one. Typical lighting accounts for 20% of the average home electric bill. Energy Star bulbs and fixtures produce 70% less heat, making them safer and helping to lower your cooling bills. That's how you can help change the world. Brighten your environmental future. From the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. This is a message from Miami Lighthouse about the importance of Braille literacy to the future of all blind children. Hi, I'm Jose Feliciano, and I'm here at the Miami Lighthouse where students are learning to read and write Braille. Braille is important, and I'll tell you why. Just imagine for one minute that you sent your kids to regular school, kids who are not blind, and they weren't taught penmanship, how to write, print, or any of those things, these kids would not get a good education, would they? But you see, the sighted world never thinks about that. They figure, oh, well, they can listen to books on tape. Well, listening is not literacy, and I say that emphatically. 
For more information about Braille instruction at Miami Lighthouse, call 305-856-2288. That's 305-856-2288. Tell your government officials to support literacy in Braille because listening is not literacy. You are listening to ACB Media One, also known as Mainstream, the flagship of the ACB Media Network. The ACB Media Network is a service of the American Council of the Blind. Please visit us at acbradio.org.